Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 40, Positive Parenting, Accept Feelings, Limit Actions, by Rebecca Eanes with Gottman.com. Hello, and welcome to Optimal Living Daily Relationships, the newest member of the Optimal Living Daily Network. This is where I read to you from some of the best relationship blogs out there, just like an audiobook or audio blog. And we actually try to place parenting posts toward the end of the week just to keep things consistent. Today, I have a post from Rebecca Eanes with Gottman.com. Rebecca is actually a new author that we haven't yet read with Gottman.com. Gottman.com offers a marriage newsletter for anyone who may be struggling to keep the romance alive in their marriage. So make sure and check out their Marriage Minute if you're interested in resolving your marriage in just 60 seconds or less. The tools, articles, videos, and exercises provided to you are founded on four decades of research and clinical experience. And with that, I'm going to keep today's intro nice and short and get right down to optimizing your life. Positive Parenting, Accept Feelings, Limit Actions by Rebecca Eanes with Gottman.com Over the years of moderating a popular parenting page on Facebook, I have had the opportunity to listen to many parents voice their concerns about changing their parenting paradigms to peaceful, positive parenting. One of the major goals of positive parenting is to raise emotionally intelligent children. And this is because research has shown that children with high emotional intelligence are less defiant, mentally healthier, and more successful, both academically and in relationships. Emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, evaluate, and regulate emotions. In our quest to raise emotionally intelligent children, positive parents understand the importance of accepting a child's feelings. A common misconception is that accepting all feelings means accepting all actions resulting from these feelings, leading to an unruly and disrespectful or spoiled and coddled child. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. They simply are what they are. We feel what we feel. What we do with those feelings, though, is extremely important, and that is a large part of emotional intelligence. It's not about just understanding and accepting feelings, but also teaching children appropriate actions around those feelings. Therefore, if we did accept all actions, we wouldn't be teaching the child how to manage herself during emotional storms or how to respond to others in emotional distress. This wouldn't grow an emotionally intelligent child, but rather an emotionally reactive one. Understanding and validating emotions is only half of the equation. 
A common practice in conventional child discipline is to not accept the child's feelings or actions, but to attempt, instead, to correct both. In this exchange, the child gets disciplined both for his feelings and his actions. Parent, why did you push Tommy down? Child, he stole my truck. Parent, it's just a toy. No need to get angry. Child, but it's mine. Make him give it back. Parent, you have to learn to share. Go to timeout for pushing Tommy. You know better. On the other hand, some parents accept both feelings and actions, not correcting either one. This, of course, is permissive and generally doesn't have a good outcome. Parent, why did you push Tommy down? Child, he stole my truck. Parent, you're mad that he took your truck. I understand. That wasn't nice of him, was it? Child, no, it's mine. Make him give it back. Parent, let's go get your truck back from Tommy. So, here the child feels validated in his anger, which is good, but he also feels validated in pushing Tommy down. This sends the message that it's okay to hurt others when you're upset and doesn't teach him how to manage his behavior during emotional waves. When we accept feelings and limit behaviors, we teach children that their emotions are a normal human experience and they are responsible for their actions surrounding those emotions. Being both accepting and empathetic as well as firm and decisive is the essence of positive parenting. Let's see how that plays out with the same scenario. Parent, why did you push Tommy down? Child, he stole my truck. Parent, you're mad, I get it. However, I won't let you push people down. Come and sit with me until you're calm. Child, but it's mine, make him give it back. Parent, I want you to sit with me now. We will get the truck when you're not angry. Employ a time in until child's anger has subsided. There are many things to do to teach a child how to regulate his emotions, from deep breaths, coloring, hugs, visualization, and jumping jacks. Different things work for different children, and you will know what calms down your child. The discipline comes after the storm passes. Parent, you did great at calming down. Look at Tommy's face. How do you think he's feeling? How do you think you would feel if you were pushed down? Teaching a child to put himself in another's place encourages empathy. How can you make him feel better and get your truck back? Child, I don't know. Parent, when someone hurts me, I feel better when they apologize. Do you think that would help Tommy? Forced apologies don't hold much weight, but I always suggest it in teaching my child how to repair relationships. I've found they always choose some way to say they are sorry, especially when they're not forced to say it, but instead, we have focused on empathy for others. Child, I guess so, but I want my truck. Parent, use your words and ask him. I would say, Tommy, I'm sorry I pushed you down. I want my truck back, please. How does that sound to you? When we don't accept feelings, we inadvertently cause children to feel frustrated and possibly think there is something wrong with them because of how they feel. This almost certainly leads to more negative behavior and possibly a negative self-concept as well. When we accept all feelings and actions, we don't teach them how to manage themselves and people who act impulsively on their wide range of emotions don't fare well in life. 
accepting feelings, and limiting behaviors teaches that emotions are normal, but that we have a responsibility to manage ourselves well. And this is the best way to raise emotionally intelligent children. You just listened to the post titled, Positive Parenting, Accept Feelings, Limit Actions, by Rebecca Eanes with Gottman.com. Not only is Rebecca Eanes an author of two parenting books, but she is also the founder of PositiveParents.org and creator of Positive Parenting, Toddlers and Beyond. Thanks again to Rebecca for letting us share her content for the first time. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And just a quick reminder to those of you who may be interested primarily in our parenting posts, we try to stay consistent and put them all toward the end of the week. As for today, I'm going to try and give you a break from promotional stuff and cut right down to saying thank you so much for listening. That's all for this week and episode 40. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you again on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.